After 20 years, Phil Mickelson and Callaway part ways. After years of talking trash about Bryson DeChambeau, Paige Sporanic teams up with him to film a YouTube video. And for the first time in 32 years, an amateur wins on the PGA Tour. Nick Dunlap was the first person to do this since 1991 when Phil Mickelson was the last person to do it. But before we get into all of that, Welcome to the Buttercuts Podcast, your favorite destination for weekly golf and sports updates. I'm your host, Ryan Murray. Thanks for joining me for another round. Let's get into the front nine. Some of the biggest news to drop this week was 20-year relationship between Phil Mickelson and Callaway Golf comes to an end. In my opinion, man, I, I am not surprised by this whatsoever. Look, the biggest thing that the PGA Tour has a hard time with right now and professional golf with in general has a hard time with right now is the age demographic of fans watching golf on TV. It actually increased from 55 years of age to 65 years of age. And so it makes perfect sense to me that companies like Nike and Callaway are cutting ties with guys like Tiger and Phil. Look, First of all, these guys were never going to be able to have relationships with these companies for the rest of their lives. It's just unrealistic to consider that. And two, I think last year in 2023 proved to us that Callaway and TaylorMade in specific are the golf companies that are making the biggest effort to try to target younger audiences with their products. We've never seen more golf influencers get sponsorship deals from these companies than we did last year. So it only makes sense that a company like Callaway would split ties with Phil, who's over 50, he's 51, 52 years old. The guy's been with him for 20 years, but to be fair, he doesn't bring the demographic that Callaway is targeting right now. So it doesn't make sense for them to continue with him. Not surprised by this whatsoever. Would not be surprised if Phil continues to use Callaway clubs. He made a comment this week talking about how much he loves the brand new ball that Callaway put out. So, um, again, if you hadn't already heard, that's what happened this past week, but it's not a shock to me whatsoever. On the other side of the pond, you got Rory McIlroy winning in Dubai again, which just proves again that Rory doesn't have a problem winning golf tournaments on the DP World Tour, especially when the field is nowhere near as strong as a PGA Tour, but as great of a career as he has and as successful as he's been on the PGA Tour, he still lacks that dominance that we would love to see from him on the PGA Tour. He hasn't won a major since like 2011, and we are very quickly approaching major season with the Masters coming up here soon. It's the one tournament that Rory has not been able to win to complete his career Grand Slam, and it's the one major that I think he and everybody else wants to see him win more than any major. So is this a sign of what's to come from Rory? Can we expect to see some more wins from him this year on the PGA Tour? Now that he has stepped down from the player advisory committee, the pack, and doesn't have that burden and that weight on his shoulders, is that going to allow him the opportunity to focus more on golf and perform better? I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see. This year should be pretty interesting. With John Rahm leaving the PGA Tour and going to live, that's one less person that Rory has to worry about beating on the PGA Tour. So we could potentially see him win more this year. And the biggest news to come out of the PGA Tour this week was amateur golfer Nick Dunlap from Alabama University. He's a sophomore at Alabama. He becomes the first winner on the PGA Tour 
as an amateur since Phil Mickelson did it in 1991. Congrats, Nick Dunlap. The dude shot a 12 under 60 on the third round of the tournament. I mean, get out of town. This kid finished the tournament at 29 under par. That is unreal. And it is a testament to how competitive the game of golf is right now in men's professional golf. We have never seen this many talented golfers in the game as we do right now. And it's another example of why it's going to be so difficult for some of these major records that are out there, like Jack's major record at 18, Tiger's all-time win record, Tiger's record of consecutive um, cuts made, Tiger's record of consecutive number one or consecutive weeks on the tour at number one, probably never going to be broken now. Um, It's an exciting time to be a golf fan with the level of competition. You really just don't know who's going to win from week to week. And uh, I think the biggest conversation that most people are having right now is will Nick Dunlap turn pro now that he won this event? He gets two years full exemption on the PGA tour. Now that he won this event, he's going to get invited to the century tournament, the champions next year. He's invited to all the majors this year, including the masters, which by the way, because he won, because he won the U S amateur championship last year, he was already invited to go play in the masters as an amateur, but now he has the opportunity to play as a professional if he decides to go pro. So um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Speaking of the U S amateur championship, Nick Dunlap was the first reigning U S amateur champion to win on the PGA tour since tiger woods did it in 1996. He's also the first reigning amateur to win on the PGA tour as an amateur. Uh, so that's pretty impressive. Corn Ferry Tour this week. They are in the Bahamas again for the second week in a row out there. They are doing this weird thing where they're starting their first round on a Sunday and finishing on a Wednesday. I'm not really sure why that is. I'm probably going to have to look into that, but it's weird. The weather out there has been an absolute nightmare. Yesterday, they had 30-plus mile-an-hour winds that they were playing in. And to give you an example of how bad the weather is, Corn Ferry Tour golfers are some of the best in the world. Their normal cut line after the second round is like, two or three under par. They've even had some tournaments last year go to like six or seven or eight under par for a cut line. Uh, but this week their cut line is plus three. So that just shows you extreme how extremely difficult the conditions are out there that these guys are playing in. Our guy Chris Peatfish and Luke Letty are uh, at one under par after round two. They made the cut. They're going to the weekend. But what's crazy is that one under par at this tournament still puts them at tied for 19th. That's just that's just how good these guys are that are out there. Um, we also have a special place in our heart for Cooper Dossie. Went out there this week. His wife, Ashley, was able to join him for the first time on a golf tournament in the Bahamas. I'm so happy for those two. Congrats, Cooper, for getting your Corn Ferry Tour card for this year. I wish you nothing but this. I wish you nothing but success. I know this week didn't turn out the way that you guys wanted to at the very end of it, but the fact that you two are able to have this incredible experience in the Bahamas for the first time, man, it's just a sign of great things that are coming for you and your family going forward this year. I will be closely watching the success that you have. Congrats again, buddy. On the LPGA side of things, we had the Hilton Grand Vacations Tournament of Champions. This is the first official tournament for the LPGA this year. It kicks off the season for the ladies, but Lydia Ko went into the final round with, I think, a three-shot lead. A little bit of a slow start on the last day, 
Um, Brooke Henderson put some major pressure on her by going four under in the first six or seven holes of the tournament on the final day. And uh, at the end of the day, Lydia Ko holds on for the win. It is her 20th career victory on the LPGA. She has 18 regular wins on the LPGA, and she has two majors. And the crazy thing about this, uh, my buddy William Wilson and I were talking about this yesterday, actually, is I did not know this, but apparently in order for women to get into the Hall of Fame on the LPGA, they have a points system in place and you have to earn 27 points to be considered to go to the Hall of Fame, which is wild to think about because in order to get points, you get like two points for a major win. You get I think two points if you win like player of the year and a couple other things, and then you get one point per victory. Lydia Ko with this win puts her at 26 points. She's one point away from being eligible for the LPGA Hall of Fame. I don't think that's going to be an issue. I guarantee you she's going to win at least one more tournament in her career. But what William and I were talking about, and for all you guys that may know him as the clothier, William Wilson and I were talking about, it is crazy to think that the way that they get into the Hall of Fame is by this 27-point system, especially with the level of competition increasing on the LPGA every single year. It is becoming increasingly more difficult to win on the LPGA. And then you have someone like Lydia Ko, who has 20 career wins, 20 career wins on the LPGA, two major championships. And you're going to tell me that there is a possible scenario where she gets snubbed from being able to go to the Hall of Fame? Get out of town. That's wild. LPGA, you guys got to figure out a different system. I think it is uh, wildly irresponsible for you to continue to keep using the current system in place to determine who gets to go to the Hall of Fame on the LPGA. My opinion, um, I don't know what the answer is, but hopefully they get it fixed. Let's make the turn, head out to the back nine. Some fun things happened in the world of golf that were not from professionals. You had Aaron Rodgers hitting a hole-in-one at Shadow Creek in Las Vegas for the first time this year. It's his first round of golf back after his Achilles surgery and his Achilles recovery. Congrats to that guy. Um, just always finding his way in the headlines, whether it's controversial statements that he's making on the Pat McAfee show or getting hurt on the fourth play of the season for the NFL or making a hole-in-one after recovering from an Achilles surgery. I don't know, but congrats to Aaron Rodgers. I still have yet to make a hole-in-one in my life. Probably never will. Um, I'm just jealous. Uh, in other news, the Good Good Desert Open, February 7th at Grass Clippings in Tempe, Arizona. Doors open at 4 p.m. Tournament starts at 5 p.m. Laundry list of fantastic golfers that are going to be in attendance. A lot of people that we all know and we all love. A couple people that I'm super excited about. Kaylin Henderson is going out there. She was a guest on the podcast last year. Couldn't be more thrilled that she has an opportunity to play in this tournament. But not only is she in the tournament, she is teamed up with none other than Paige Sporanic. I mean... The most high-profile, most well-known female social media golf influencer. And for anybody that doesn't know, Kaylin Henderson and her friend Margaret Wentz have become business partners in the last few years. They created a, a company called For the Girls. They make bucket hats for lady golfers. They are currently designing some women's golf apparel, dresses, skirts, pants, shirts, they are trying to provide more fashion forward, more comfortable, more appealing and functional 
golf clothing for women going forward. So congrats to all the success that you've seen so far. I wish you two nothing but the best of luck. I hope your brand just goes to the moon and I hope you have a blast in Arizona. Hopefully we get to run into each other. Hopefully I can meet you in person instead of just talking virtually, but congrats Kaylin for being able to go out there. Uh, some other people that are going to be out there, all of the good, good guys, all of the foreplay pod guys, you've got the DOD King is going to be out there. Um, we have Sarah winter is going to be out there. Uh, may Brennan's going to be out there. Johnny Manziel is going to be out there. Uh, let's see. Matt Fisher, Mr. Short game is going to be out there. Just a laundry list of people. Um, if you guys have an opportunity, go to the good, good Instagram page. They have a link in their bio. You guys can buy tickets to be a spectator unless they're already sold out. I think they were only offering about 2,500 tickets. They're only 30 bucks a piece. So it's not expensive at all. And you get an opportunity to meet some of your favorite golf influencers, golf YouTubers, the busted Jack guys are going to be out there. Micah Morris, Grant Horvat. So going to be a super, super fun event. Can't wait to go out there. I will be there. Anybody that wants to come up and say hi, um, <laughs> it might be one person, but that's okay. I absolutely love meeting new people. I love talking golf. So if you guys see me out there in the wild, don't hesitate, come up, introduce yourself. I'd love to see you guys. I'd love to meet you guys. We're going to jump into the 19th hole. This is where I go over anything that's going on in sports or just things that are important to me at the moment right now. I am currently working on trying to get the episode with Ty long edited and, and ready to post for Thursday this week, having some technical difficulties with the, um, with the files on that. And it's becoming a lot more difficult to edit than I had anticipated. So it's taking a little longer than I wanted to. In the next couple of weeks, I should have my interview with Todd Anderson and Katie Hoff go live. My wife co-hosted that podcast episode with me. Super fun conversation. Todd Anderson is the founder of Dream Recovery. He's a former NFL player. He has a huge passion for helping other people live better quality of life. One of his main focuses right now is helping people understand the importance of sleep and helping them obtain better sleep throughout the night. Dream Recovery makes products like mouth tape, eye masks, and a few other um, a few other items that will help you sleep better at night. So go check them out. They're fantastic people. And Katie Hoff is a two-time Olympic swimmer, three-time Olympic medalist. At one point in her career in 2006, she signed a 10-year endorsement deal with Speedo that made her have the largest and longest endorsement contract out of any swimmer in the world. And that's including Michael Phelps. So she had a bigger, better deal than even Michael Phelps. Uh, that's how much of no joke Katie Hoff is as a professional swimmer. So that episode will be coming soon. Can't wait for you guys to see it. You'll be seeing clips here shortly. NFL playoffs, Kansas city chiefs, Buffalo bills, chiefs take the win. They're going to the AFC championship against the Ravens who were able to knock off the Houston Texans this past weekend. Uh, in my opinion, Baltimore is going to win that game against Kansas City. Baltimore is going to go to the Super Bowl. You had the Green Bay Packers playing the San Francisco 49ers. San Fran takes that win. They are hosting the NFC Championship game this weekend against the Detroit Lions, who beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in a thrilling game. That game was fantastic. Detroit goes to the NFC Championship game for the first time in like 50 or 60 years. It's some insane number. Um, congratulations to their fans more than anything else. I think there's no more loyal fan than a Detroit Lions fan, knowing that your team has been so bad for so long, but continuing to support them. 
this is the payoff that you've been waiting for. My opinion is that San Francisco wins that game. So I, my prediction is that San Francisco and Baltimore will be in the Super Bowl, and I believe that Baltimore is going to win the Super Bowl. So let's keep an eye out on that. You guys can roast me if I'm wrong, but that's what I think is going to happen. And then in other news, you guys already know that my wife and I created a nonprofit charity here in Tennessee called New to You. Our mission is to provide food, clothing, housing, basic daily needs to foster children in the Tennessee area by partnering with local organizations. Um, We have a couple of events coming up here very soon. April 20th, we're putting on our Faster for Foster 5K presented by Evolve Movement Therapy. And it is a 5K trail run walk in Thompson Station, Tennessee. Anybody that would like to register, I'll have the link in the description. If you live in Tennessee and you want to come out and support foster children, please come out. Uh, It's only going to be, I think, it's like $35 to enter. And then if you want a t-shirt from the race, it's an extra 10 bucks. We're doing a special thing. Anybody that is a current foster child or is a foster family, we're going to allow you guys to register at no charge. We just want you to come out. We just want to support you guys and we want you to have a good time. That is going to be, again, April 20th. It's at Preservation Park in Thompson Station, Tennessee. Can't wait for that. Going to be super fun. The other thing that we have coming up later this year is our annual Chipping for Children golf tournament. This year, we have partnered with the Davis House Child Advocacy Center. Again, our mission as a nonprofit is to partner with other local organizations to help foster kids in Tennessee. The Davis House, their mission is to provide investigative advocacy, family support, and therapeutic services to children who have experienced essay or physical abuse or other traumatic events, as well as trauma-informed community education designed to guide our towns and civic spaces to be safer and more resilient for children. Basically, Davis House, what they do is they help children that have suffered from SA or physical abuse navigate the transition between reporting or having someone report on their abusers, the legal process, counseling, family support, all of the things that happen behind the scenes that nobody ever thinks about. Davis House takes care of all of that. They are a fantastic organization. We could not be more thrilled to partner with them. We absolutely love everything that they are doing. Just to give you guys a little bit of of information, just some quick stats. The average age of a child that is reported for having been abused is only nine years old. 12% of child abuse cases are actually reported, which means 88% of all all the children out there that are being abused are going unreported and we can't do anything to help them. And 10% of all kids will be SA'd before their 18th birthday. Absolutely disgusting. Absolutely horrendous. It's why everything that Davis House is doing right now is so amazing to help these children out. It's such a huge problem, especially in the world right now. One of the reasons why we love this organization so much is because their mission aligns so perfectly with our mission up to 80% of all the children in the foster care system have some form of significant mental health issues. Over 60% of children being trafficked have come or have been currently in the foster care system. 
And in Tennessee in specific, we have the worst stability rating in the nation at 34%. And what that means is that 34% of the kids that get placed into foster care in Tennessee will be placed in a different home three times within the first 12 months of going into the foster care system. The only truly innocent people in the world, in my opinion, are children. They are brought into the world. They don't choose to come into the world. And all of the negative things that happened to these kids was never a choice. It literally was done to them. And they need our help more than you ever know. So with that golf tournament going on, June 15th, Franklin Bridge Golf Club, Franklin, Tennessee, Saturday, it's a 10 a.m. shotgun start. Amazing things going on that event. We have the guys from Country Club Adjacent coming out. They're going to do their back-off challenge. Crazy excited about that. We're doing a drive, chip, and putt contest for every person that plays. We have launch golf coming out with one of their air cannons. Backswing Golf Events is sending out one of their professional golfers to do a long drive contest for us. We have closest to the pin, hole-in-one contest. We have long drive hole. Jordan James is a country music singer here in Nashville. He and a couple of his friends have volunteered to come out, put on a writer's night style acoustic performance for you guys after the tournament. That's going to be crazy fun. We're giving away prizes. We're giving away swag bags. Registration is opening this week. I will put a link in the description so that you guys can go on there and register if you want to come into town and play. If you can't come to Nashville for the race, if you can't come to Nashville for the golf tournament, on the registration sites, there are donate tabs. On our website, new to you charity.org, there are donate tabs. If you feel so inclined to help us, every dollar helps. We would love as much help as we can to raise money to help these children out. 50% of all the proceeds that we make at our golf tournament in specific, we are donating to Davis House to help them and their mission. So this is by far the biggest event that we've put on. Hoping to get 120 players out there. If you guys can, please come and see us. It is going to be a blast We've got breakfast for you guys in the morning, coffee in the morning. We have lunch served for you for at no charge. My guy, Chef Johnny Mack, is going to be hooking it up with some of the best barbecue you've ever had in your entire life for food. It is going to be amazing. Please check it out. Go to um, newtoyoucharity.org if you want to learn more about our organization. If you want to lo- learn more about Davis House, you can go to davishouse.com cac.org. You can learn more about what they're doing to help out children in their community. Thank you guys so much for all of your time today. I really appreciate it. If you enjoy this content, please help me out. Follow me on the socials at buttercuts pod on every single social platform. Like this video, comment on this video, share this video, subscribe to the channel, turn on your notifications. Every single Tuesday, I'm putting out a new episode for you guys. And then I will randomly on Thursdays when I have them available, be posting interviews, full length interviews with guests that I have on the podcast as well. Ty Long is an episode coming out as soon as I can get that edited. I also have the interview with Katie and Todd coming soon. And I am so happy to be putting this out there for you guys. Thank you so much for all your support. If you see me in Arizona, I will be out there from February 2nd to February 16th. I'll be at the Waste Management. I'll be at the Grass Clippings. Good, good Desert Open. Stop, say hi, introduce yourself. I'd love to meet you guys. But until next week, 
tee it high and let it fly.